If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. What's up, y'all? It's Maya Dine, and I just jumped off the porch with dirty glove bass, but period. If I let you name me, then you lucky. All right, y'all. So we have the beautiful Maya the Don with us Hi. off the porch. It's about time you didn't brought your ass. Up I know. Here. <laughs> it's about time. Okay, I want to get into this jumpsuit because I don't even know tail bar yeah. made jumpsuits. It's yeah. No, some, some. Yellow is my favorite color. So. <laughs> really? Yeah. But I have like all of them. I'm obsessed with them. They're really comfortable. I did not know they launched that. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, so when and they always like. Well, usually they're like always available. They don't be like sold out, but they're pretty expensive. So. Okay, so when did you discover your interest with Telfardo? Um, like two years ago. Two years ago. Mm-hmm. Two three. And so when you first saw it, you was like, I just gotta have it. Yeah, they was like popular in New York. It uh -huh. was like a thing. You know, I always say like, Telfardo bags was like the Chanel for New York girls. Right. Yeah. And then, yeah, and it was so hard to get because they fell out so quick. Now, you've had a lot of success surrounding your name. And so really quick, I had watched the interview and you had talked about like growing up, um, you never really allowed yourself to take music serious. Mm -hmm. And now you're here. Yes. <laughs> so let's talk about it and let's get into what this journey has been like for you. Oh, man, it's been so fast paced. Everything's happening so quickly. Um, it's a super humbling experience. I'm really, really grateful, but it's just like, it's once, even before I dropped it, it's just been on, I've been on go mode, like just working. <laughs> right, okay, so I do know before the music, you were heavy into the makeup game in, mm -hmm. in your influencer bag yeah. on social media. This is crazy, like, I just think the career pivot is, <laughs> it's like, I don't know, from the outside looking in, I love when people switch over their careers in a sense because, you know, I feel like when we're limited, when people box us into one thing, mm -hmm. you know, we kind of have that mindset of just doing that. So mm -hmm. I guess I want to I wanna know like where your headspace was when you was like, okay, I think it's time for me to finally start rapping. I think I just was feeling really stagnant in my mm -hmm. career, it was like, I was just like feeling the same and doing the same things over, you know, like it's not, it, it, and it's it really, that was it. Just like wanting more for myself and feeling like, and knowing that I could do more and like, you know, and I just, that's all I wanted was more for myself because like makeup and the influencing is cool and stuff, but I just, I felt like I wasn't living in my purpose, you know? Yeah, I was just like, it's time to do this. <laughs> wow, that's very deep because, you know, the brand partnerships that you did, did lend and probably like the money you were making, mm -hmm. I feel like, you know, somebody would get really comfortable in that. Mm -hmm. And for you to not allow yourself to get comfortable, although all these opportunities are coming to you with makeup, right. like, I love that. Thank you. Yeah, no, I try not to get too comfortable because then you get lazy. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm constantly like wanting more and like, like, okay, I'm bored, you know, I like, I can't like focus on something for too long because then I just be like huh, okay you know master that what else you know right and so we all know you from Brooklyn yeah I gotta know what it was like for you growing up there 
I think it's just like everybody else. I don't think it was like super different or like super uh -huh. like gritty, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I didn't, that's all I know. So it's not, I can't even compare it to nothing. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, it was cool though. I love it. I, I used to live right across the street from um, my school. So uh -huh. like I would just go to the park and stuff. But Were you shy growing up? I was. I really? Was I could tell. I was shy growing <laughs> up and I was bullied. Really? Up. Yeah, I was bullied. So. Wow. So going through that early, like, how would you say it kind of affected your mental? Um, I don't think it did. I just, I think it's just like, I wanted to like, I kind of wanted everybody to like me. Mm -hmm. And I, I have like that mentality. Like, I just want to be friends with everybody. And I just, I'm always super, super nice to people. Cause you never gonna know what they're going through. And like, you know, so when I meet people, I try to give them like a good experience when they're with me because I know how it feel for people to just be mean to you. And just like, what did I do, you know? But then I just was like, I stopped caring, you know? I feel like being bullied and stuff, like I was like almost like a people pleaser. But I was like, you know, bitches are gonna leave you alone if you start punching them in their face. And so I started doing that. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, see, now I don't care what if anybody likes yeah. me, because if you don't, that's a whole nother issue. Could you recall your first experience where you really stood up for yourself? and stop yeah. the people pleasing yeah i'm i don't forget um she was this girl was like pushing me and i was like you want to fight <laughs> that's it that was just it and she like, probably didn't even fight? expect you to say that yeah no she wasn't and i was just like after that it was just like it was like a domino effect then i was like okay now i'm gonna go pick the biggest girl out of everybody who's been bugging <laughs> at me and i'm gonna ask her if she want to fight like going to girls classrooms like so what you want to do? But it wasn't even like, because I'm not even like a fighter. Like, mm -hmm. I just, I was tired of people being mean to me and like right. bullying me. So I was just like, listen, we're going to do this and that's it, you know? Oh, are you a certified lover girl? Uh, yes. <laughs> I can tell. Uh -uh. I can feel the love like as we're talking. <laughs> like, I'm like, this is a certified, you're a certified lover girl. I am. Okay, I'm, so am. what is like your love like when you are in a relationship? You don't have to expose everything, but just. I think it's just like, I'm just so sweet. Like, I just be like, oh, I'm a girl and you're my best friend. And I'm just like, <laughs> everything's so cheesy. I'm very much like that. I'm like, very much catered to you. Like, when girls be like, oh, I ain't doing this for no man. I ain't waking up at 2 a.m. and making no man to see which I just shut up because I know I am. I definitely know <laughs> I just be like. You was hungry? Okay. <laughs> yeah. You said you need me to cook? Okay. Because yeah, I'm okay to my man every trip, but only if he's the one the same for me. So know? I'm guessing one of your love languages is acts of service. Yes. And what? gifts. I love giving gifts. Yes. Okay. You know what? They be trying to downplay the gifts when it comes to love languages, but yeah. that's really no. a love language. It is. I love giving gifts. I just be like, oh, I know you wanted it. So here. And it's just not even like big gifts neither. Not like right. grand gestures. It could be as simple as like some food, you know, or like a piece of candy that I know you like. Mm -hmm. So like every time I go to the store and I see that candy, I got to get you the candy. You know? Right. Have you had any tough experiences with love? Um, no. Because any boy that I ever gave a chance knew better, okay? Don't play with it. <laughs> Period. I think I've just had, like, yeah, not, no tough experiences with love, but, like, I've had, like, weird experiences with boys, you know? What's, like, the weirdest one that you can talk about? Like, weird how? Like, 
Like, what is considered weird to you when it so comes to So when I say boys? weird, I just mean, like, when boys is weird and they be doing that <laughs> weird stuff, like, you know, like, calling himself being a player or, like, mm. you know, just trying to play in my face, basically. That's, like, when they just be weird. I've had a few boys try to be weird, but... Speaking of play in your face, mm -hmm. I know you are a psychology major. Uh-huh. So, what's the craziest thing that you've learned with psychology? Craziest thing that I learned from psychology is that people will oftentimes like change their personality for the people that they're around, mm -hmm. unconsciously so, you know? Cause like, it's almost like, you know how people will be like, oh, I'm feeding off your energy. It's, it's something psychological about that, you know? Like people will show certain parts of who they are with who they feel comfortable with. So. If a boy playing in your face, it's because you're giving that off. Like he could he could play in your face. You know what I'm saying? Like if he playing with you, it's probably because you making him feel like he could play with you. Don't be making a dude feel like he could play with you. You know? Oh yeah. Okay. I want well. I love psychology so much. <laughs> I, I want just like one more one more fact. Okay. One more psychology fact that like blew your mind. One more psychology fact that blew my mind. Hmm. Um, oh, so habits like smoking and stuff like that, or like biting your nails or whatever, that's like, like it's called oral fixation. Mm -hmm. And it's some complex, I forget who, who the scientist's name is, but really it don't be like, like you eating or like, you know, like you ever, you know what I'm saying, smoking and stuff like that, it, it just be the act of holding it, you know? Yeah, so it's it's just like the it's like a it's, yeah it's like the act that that you're like addicted to. Of course, the drugs too, but like that's why people will won't. It'll be hard for people to like stop smoking with like nicotine patches because mm -hmm. it's the act of smoking, like the act of getting up and going outside to do it, or like the act of rolling up and stuff like that. So if you you can try to substitute that with doing something with your hands, and it'd be easier to break that habit. Girl, we gonna need a whole like psychology podcast. <laughs> we need to do. We need to come up with a show like psychology with Maya and Dara or something. <laughs> now, with you being in school and balancing your music career right now, what is mm -hmm. that like for you? It's very hard. Everybody keeps saying like giving me like. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's. Early congratulations for like graduating. Yeah. And I'm like, please stop because I don't even know if I'm going to. <laughs> it's, it's very hard. You know, I'll be begging for extensions on papers probably every week. <laughs> Wait, so do your professors know the vibes? Like, do they be no, watching your music videos and I stuff like that? I hope not. God, I hope not. <laughs> but I don't think any of my professors is like young enough to even like care. Right. You know, they're not like, you know. How are you holding that mental space for yourself to balance schoolwork and your career? Um, I don't know. I think it's just like the separation of everything, you know, like mm -hmm. I associate like that's another psychology thing. Like don't do homework in your bed because you associate your bed with sleeping, not homework. So you notice if you have a child reading a book or like doing your homework while you in bed, you just knock out. And it's not because you're so tired. It's just right. because that's what you're associating, you know? So I think that's what it is. Like when I'm home, that's time for, you know, whatever Maya got to do. And when I'm not home and I'm in a hotel, 
that's my design. So I don't even try to do homework or like anything like that while I'm at like a hotel out of town because mm -hmm. I just know it's not gonna work, you know? And what would you say, well, I would say like the goal with getting your degree and what it is that you really wanna do with it. Um, I think now it's just a point of like finishing, you know, yeah. something I started, you know. I already started, I already put all this time and energy and effort into it. I might as well just graduate, you know. Um, but I don't think anybody want me as it's like I would just I would have to like go back to I have to get you have to get your doctorate to be mm -hmm. a psychologist. So I would have to like go back and I just don't think I'm doing that. You got it, girl. You gonna finish. You gonna finish strong. Thank you. We gonna speak that into existence. It's already written and you almost there. <laughs> like you got this. Now your music career, that now that you're here, what would you say are like some of the things that you experienced just to get to this point, whether it was a challenge, whether it was just like a burst of energy that allowed you to finally walk into it? Mm -hmm. um, oh, there's been so many things that I think that just made me feel like I could do it. I think it's just like a combination of like, like messages that I'll get from like supporters I like girl I love you and I'm so proud of you or like um my little sister being like girl you ain't got no choice because I'm trying to do this this and this mm -hmm. you know or like um like my manager he's like my best friend in the whole world aside from my best friend right so I think just like him like believing in me that I could do it and then now I'm actually doing it and like I have no choice but to not let him down right because I can't, you know? Yeah. Like, so much is rotten on it. And like, now like, I took, that's why I said, don't nobody want me as a psychologist because <laughs> your freaking digital footprint is a motherfucker. Like, <laughs> I have to be a rapper because I can't go to school. I'm, nobody, no doctorate program is accepting me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think all of that is what motivates me. Now, when you were making that transition from influencer to now pursuing your career full-time, did your fans from your influencer side, how long would you say it took for them to grasp that you are now becoming an artist? Oh, I think it's, it was immediate, yeah. you know? Cause I always say that, like I wasn't like super niche based to where people were watching me for like one thing and one mm -hmm. thing only. Um, I've always been my Adonna personality. It's not no gimmick, so. People is just gonna rock with me no matter what. If I decided to be an artist and like paint, then you know, if I decided to sell water bottles, people's gonna, you know, that's that's just how I feel. So shout out to the mafia, cause we ride on whatever, you know. And you also know what I really love about you is that you have like a very welcoming like energy. Oh, and you don't you. come across a lot of artists that have a presence where like, I'm not scared, like, you know, mm -hmm. to like be like, hi. Right. How oh, are I'm you? Glad. Thank you. So, with that being said, how important do you feel it is for your energy and your heart posture to be good when you walk into these certain rooms with your fans? Oh, it always has to be. But you know, I'm never when I, when I know I'm gonna be around people that love and support me. Mm -hmm. it's, it's nothing but like you know, I'm I'm ready. I'll be like, where they at? Let's go. Like you know. I'd be so excited to meet them because they're just so sweet. I'd be saying they, they're my cousins, you know, they're my cousins <laughs> on my daddy's side. Yeah. I don't even like seeing like fans. I feel like it's also, it's like, you know, it's so disconnecting, you mm -hmm. know? I feel like the relationship that I've built with my audience is like the most meaningful thing to me. 
And so meeting them and being around them, I'm always like, I feel so nurtured and, you know, cared for and safe. So what would you say are some things that you weren't really, well, weren't necessarily prepared for when it came to pursuing this career full time? I think I wasn't prepared for, well, somebody, everybody thinking that they know something, you know what I'm saying? Like, everybody thinks they know so much about what goes on behind the scenes. <laughs> and I'm like, let me tell you something, you know? Like, yeah. I think that it takes a lot of self-control to not, like, have something to say to everybody and just let everybody have their opinions in poverty and move on from that. Because I, you know, I'm up here, I'm not going to come down here to talk to you because right. it's going to be a lot harder to come back up here, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think I wasn't prepared for that. I wasn't prepared for all the late nights that I would have. You know, people like to work at nighttime and I'm more of like a day bird, you know what I'm saying? I like to be in my bed by 10 o'clock. But yeah, I think that and like um, all the pictures. <laughs> I wasn't prepared for all the pictures. I got to constantly be taking pictures, whether it's by myself or with fans or with DJs or, you know, wherever I go, mm -hmm. I got to take 8 million pictures and I'll be like, dang, I got to be prepared all the time to take a picture, you know? Right. Ain't no off days. <laughs> Ooh, so I do want to talk about, okay, so you got the chance to meet little Kim. Oh, yes. What was that interaction like? It was so sweet. I love her so much. She's so nice. She was being, um, like, awarded like an award at the event mm -hmm. and I was like I didn't even know she was gonna be there first of all I had no idea so when she came out I was like what <laughs> she's here and I was like oh my gosh and I was like oh I have to tell her about Zesties I gotta tell her about Zesties so I'm like fighting my way through the crowd trying mm -hmm. to get there trying to make sure I don't have a nip slip because I had on a bustier and heels and I was like I hope I don't break an ankle or slash these people but <laughs> I got to get to Kim one way or another and shout out to Santana. Santana was like move <laughs> he, he was like move and he moved all the people and he was like you gotta meet Maya and I was like oh and so the video that was going around of him like standing there people was like why Santana right there and I was like because Santana made it happen period so not too much on Tina, okay? One in hundred, bad bitch. Don't play. But yeah, it was so amazing. She told me I smelled good and that I was pretty and that she remembered me from the last time I had seen her at the Barclays Center, but I didn't get to say hi to her because I was like, <gasps> I was like so scared and like so just excited that she was there. I, so I feel like little Kim in person is so like yes. cute and like so She's so tiny. sweet. I love her. She's just so, I just want to put her on a keychain. <laughs> I love her. So with her, well, with, you know, you being recognized and her being familiar with you already, how mm -hmm. did that feel to you? It felt really good. I was like, why you know me? Cause that's weird. Like, what you mean you know me? You're not supposed <laughs> to know me. I know you though. Like, it was just crazy. I love Kim so bad. She's like icon, legendary. I look up to her, just love her. Wouldn't be a rapper if it wasn't for her. And I also know that when it comes to your work ethic, Beyonce is a really big inspiration yes. for you. So let's talk about that. Yes, yes, I love Beyonce. I get to see her in a couple months. But yeah, like work ethic, I really admire her. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I don't like when people be like, oh, she's like overrated. Cause it's like, how, you know what I'm saying? I feel like she is the epitome of like building a star, you know? Right. You can like look at like old videos of her, like on Jimmy Fallon, you know, and she's like performing her heart out, like she's performing for a million people and people like talk about like, oh, well, she was just on Jimmy Fallon, but it's like, that's what made her Beyonce, you know? Exactly. Like, you know, just really just being her 
whether it was two people or, um, you know, 50,000 that she in front of, like, she just always, you know, did her best. And I just listening to her talk and, like, she's just so inspirational. I love Beyonce. I love Beyonce. And you got to realize, like, I'm young. So Beyonce has never not been Beyonce for me, mm-hmm. you know? Like, when I, like, Single Ladies was the number one song when I was, like, eight. So, like, you know what I'm saying? She's mm-hmm. never not been Beyonce to me, you know? So, yeah, I love her. Damn, I be training like her, too. Like, when it comes to, like, how I want to perform, yes. I don't want no backtrack. I want to be able to dance the whole time. So, like, go on watch formation. And I be like, go get your big fat ass up and go to the gym. <laughs> And go work out so you could be Beyonce, man. No, Beyonce? Yeah. When it comes... When something happens to your kitchen, you might say... This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holler at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Comes to that, it's mm, mm, mm. yeah. But that's good that you're incorporating it and you're also observing her because, of course, she is a great, and you know what that means. Mm-hmm. Exactly, I'm gonna be a great. Mm-hmm. Now, healthy uh-huh. in a world full of drill, right now, mm-hmm. your song was the total opposite. It was the thong song, the okay. thong song covers. So <laughs> when you first dropped it, were you nervous? No, I wasn't. I knew it was gonna be what it was, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I love, from the, the day I made it, I just knew I was more excited than anything. And yeah, that's like the only song that I was like, yeah. And your yeah. energy during the video was so <laughs> like, and then you had the girls in the back rocking yeah. out. So with Telfy, was it like a thing where you might have been like sitting on the couch or you was like randomly doing something and a thought came in your head like, hmm, like I want to title, I want to make a song called Telfy. I want to do the. No, that's not how it went at all, actually. Okay, tell me how it went. I got sent the beat from my manager and I just loved it. And I was like, I let us beat. I'ma write to it right now. So I wrote to it, it took me like two hours and I sent it to him and I was like, oh, I like this a lot, but I don't know what to call it. And he named it, my man's name, but he was like, it's, this is called Telfy. And I was like, okay, Telfy, that's cute, period. And that's how the song was named. But I literally just said I'm in my Telfy because that was true to me. I had like 10 bags already by that point. So I was, it was just being me, just being me, you know? Right, and as you're talking about it, your first verse is literally popping in my head. I'm trying not to sing it so bad. <laughs> <laughs> this bad boy is popping. I'm trying not to sing it so bad. But with that song, and you put it out, what would you say was like the first reaction that shocked you when you dropped it? Um, I think when I dropped the snippet, that shocked me the most, like mm-hmm. how it just, it, on, across all platforms. I remember the snippet like, and yeah. on Twitter, it was like, numbers. Whoosh, it went yeah. crazy. Yeah, I think that's what shocked me the most, but I knew people were gonna like the song, excuse me, I knew people were gonna like the song because they liked the snippet, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think what sh- after the song dropped, what shocked me is when people was like, they didn't like it. I was like, hey. Wait, they said they didn't like it after you dropped it? <laughs> Uh, so, you know, there's a little batch of haters everywhere, so. 
but I just was like, whatever. This you know, I, I, that song was really refreshing because, like I said, like, you dropped that while drill is, like, everywhere you turn is drill, drill, drill. Mm -hmm. So it was, like, the complete opposite. So I'm not going to lie. It was refreshing to hear. Mm. So when I heard it, I was like, oh, shit. And she covered the thong song. Like, <laughs> she knew what she was doing for the girls. <laughs> now, you just dropped Dusty's. Mm -hmm. So before we get into the visual with that, let's talk about where this name came from. Dusty. What's the du what does the Dusty mean to you? Dusty is just ilk. All of them. Like, it's a Nancy <laughs> Crusty. Somebody said Dusty is the 2023 version of Scrub. And I was like, boom, there you go. Now, was there a specific inspiration with this one? Or you was just like, I'm tired of these dusty ass niggas. Like, exactly. That's what it was. I just was I'm sick of them. Yoke. <laughs> I couldn't. <laughs> now the visual, how was it recorded? You look so cute in the video. Thank you. Shout out to JJ. She's in my hair. Did you do your own makeup? I did do my own makeup. Okay, I the rhinestones on the eyes. Yes. That blended perfectly with Thank the you. green dress. Thank you. Yeah, I did my own makeup. But my friend Lay, beat by Lay on Instagram, she, you know, touched me up the whole day. And the Ava Maria Lux did my hair, period. So go follow my Instagram. Now, when it comes to behind the scenes of the videos, do you ever get tired of like just actually being there or is it like a constant rush for you? Yeah, I love shooting videos. Some, mm -hmm. I just be getting sleepy, but I sleep <laughs> like in between everything. Like my hair getting done, I'll be like this. And you know, I just sleep whenever I can, but right. I love shooting videos. How long did it take y'all to shoot the video in total? Oh, my videos are always like 10, 11 hours. 10, 11 hours? 10, 11, 12. I, I work. <laughs> Everything has to be, you know? Right. Doom, 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 doom. And do they let you like review the footage afterwards or? Oh, I'm there while we're doing it. There's like pictures for me behind the scenes. Actually, the behind the scenes should be up soon. So go look at that on my, my YouTube page. But yeah, like I'm always like, let me see it. I want to <laughs> see it. I want to see it. Record it. Let me see. I want to see how I look all the time. That's why it takes so long because I'll be like, let's do it again. No, right. Also, conceded by Flo Millie. I did see that she brought you off, brought you on stage too. So yes. y'all's dynamic, how did that even come about? So she came, she was on tour mm -hmm. and when she got to New York, she asked me to do, um, she asked if I would come out and perform Telfim. And I was like, uh, would I? Like, absolutely. And yeah, that was it. She DM'd me. She was like, hey, girl, I'll be in New York this day. I want you to come out. I said, absolutely. I would do that. <laughs> and then I did. And I did both dates. And I just loved her. I fell in love with Flo. Yo, you know, that, so when I know Flo Millie, duh, but when she said uh, small waist, pretty face, and a big bank, she was not lying. Pictures don't do Flo Millie justice. Oh, that when body I tell you, in person? That butt is so fat. <laughs> They was not lying. Like, she was not lying when she said small waist, pretty face, and a big bank. Like, that butt is huge. I don't think people know. Like, you have to really see it in person to understand. <laughs> like, that girl she's got banging. some junk in the trunk. Yeah, she's okay? She's literally caked up. Like, I don't, I, I'll never, like, stress that enough. Like, that butt is so big. Formally, I love you. Floesha. Yeah, that's my girl. I'll be calling her Floesha. Now, but, yeah. So I did that, and then a couple of weeks later, she was like, yeah, we want you to know you look like a seated. And I was like, amen. 
and she got that verse the next day before five o'clock. Word on the street is that you're about to be dropping a project soon. Who said that? I don't what know. street is that one? <laughs> what street that was on? Or you're gearing up for one, or we can be expecting one eventually. Yes, 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 yes. I'm working. I'm in the studio every single day. I want to put something together really, really strong for the mafia. It's going to be for the fans. And I'm just trying to build my catalog before I drop an EP or an album, you know? So I might just do a little mixtape, throw it out there just to be like, hi, Maya Radon. I'm not gonna lie, I'm a <laughs> girl, I'm not gonna rush you on a project, but I'ma just say I'm anticipating the project. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm just, you know, I know I'm it's working. gonna be fire. Ooh. <laughs> and you gotta keep it cute that you're teasing right now. Yeah. So let's talk about that. Keep it cute. Yes, keep it cute should be coming out soon. I'm really excited for this one. This one is just like, you gotta tell a bitch to keep it cute sometimes. Like you know, this is really for the ops. Like, you said it's for, the, <laughs> it's for the ops. It's for the ops. Keep it cute. And I think this one is more like um, like experimental. I'm having mm-hmm. fun. And I'm just showing like a little bit more of like my talent in terms of, you know, how I rap. Just getting into a whole different bag. It's very, very, very different than Tolkien and Dusty. Have you been envisioning when you do shoot the visual, like how you want it to be? Oh, yeah. Yeah, but I can't tell you that. I know. Uh, (laughs) Now, before we wrap up, what advice would you say that you would give to any young girls who have been listening to your music and, of course, just watching you, you know, be a girl's girl? Um, Any advice? Uh, Always be yourself. Stay true to who you are. Don't do anything that's not fulfilling to you in your heart. You know, I'm young just like you. I'm only 21, just turned 21. I'm a baby. So I want it to be proof that when you're just doing what you love and you got somebody who believe in you or you believe in yourself, you can do anything because you are the sun always. Period. <laughs> All right, before we wrap up, do you have any last words or shout outs? Um, shout out to Plis Lion and Zavik for Dusty's music video out now. All you guys is keep it cute and keep it sexy and follow me on all social media platforms at Maya the Don. That's M A I Y A the Don. Period. <laughs> I let you name me, then you lucky. I ain't fine.